Welcome to the Direct Farm Podcast, the weekly listen for farm selling direct. We'll talk about the four levers for farm success, which are quality, brand, price, and convenience. We'll hear from outside industry experts and producers like you to delight your customers, save time, and to increase your direct farm sales and business. We're glad you're here. All right, welcome to the Direct Farm Podcast. We've got a great conversation for you today with MailChimp, the best-in-class marketing platform for small business owners. At Barn to Door, we already support more than 1,000 farmers with direct integrations to MailChimp. Today, we're excited to dive deeper into new advanced capabilities now available to mutual customers of Barn to Door and MailChimp. While many farmers start with a free MailChimp account to get comfortable, you're going to learn today why an upgrade to a MailChimp Essentials or Standard account can dramatically increase sales for your farm. Let's welcome Jamal Miller, Director of Product Marketing at MailChimp. Jamal, welcome to the Direct Farm Podcast. Thanks for having me, Ted. Yeah, really glad to have you on. So before we dive into all this great tactical information about MailChimp and Barn to Door and the integration, I'd love to learn a little bit more about your role at MailChimp and you know what your responsibilities are as the Director of Product Marketing at MailChimp. Absolutely. So uh, my primary area of focus is our integrations with other platforms and tools that entrepreneurs are using to grow their businesses and helping those entrepreneurs understand how they can get more out of those tools by connecting them together whether it's a barn to door or another e-commerce tool, a social media platform, a CRM, whatever it might be, helping MailChimp users understand how they can uh, optimize their marketing, do better marketing, get more out of their campaigns by connecting those tools together. And on that topic too of you know supporting small businesses in their marketing, you know since Mailchimp was founded 20 years ago, can you tell me a little bit about how the company has evolved and and the mission of the company over that time? Sure. Well, our mission. The good news is that our mission hasn't dramatically changed over that time. Um, we've always been pretty laser focused on helping entrepreneurs grow their businesses and being a go-to resource for uh, entrepreneurs uh, and small businesses. What has changed over time is as we have become that resource for people and people have started to use us for their email marketing needs, a lot of those users have asked us to do more for them and help them in other areas. So what's really changed more than anything is the growth of our platform and the ways in which we're trying to serve small business uh, users, whether that's through adding websites and functionality to actually start your business with a website, functionality to send social media posts or create digital marketing campaigns uh, through digital ads and Google ads and Facebook, to tie all that together with your email so that people can get an overarching picture of all of their marketing activities and do so in a way that's going to take work off of their plate and make it easier for them to spend time on all the other things that entrepreneurs have to worry about. So I would say that the mission hasn't changed dramatically, but the ways in which we're addressing those needs have evolved over time. As we both know, entrepreneurs and farmers alike, both can never get enough time, always so busy. (laughs) So anything we can do to help them get a little time back is so helpful. And on that topic too, you know, diving into some of these specific tools that MailChimp provides to do exactly that, improve marketing performance and get people's time back. You know, with farmers in particular, we've got a, a lot of farmers who serve multiple audiences between their retail buyers, their wholesale buyers, their chefs, their distributors. So can you tell me a little bit more about defining an audience in MailChimp and, you know, if there's any data that goes along with that as well? Yes, absolutely. You can think of an audience from the context of MailChimp as a common group of people who are buying products and services from you. So that can be a pretty wide range of people. 
And within that audience, the way we think about kind of optimizing your marketing is identifying segments within that group. So if your audience represents everyone who's interacting with your brand, maybe their existing customers, maybe their prospects, but anyone who's kind of interested or interacting with your brand, then segments within that represent kind of groups of people who have common behaviors, firing patterns, demographics, locations, things of that nature that are going to help you be able to better target and better personalize messaging for that group to optimize your sales ultimately. What we found is that people who are able to think about their marketing in that way tend to get dramatically better results. So rather than thinking about how do I message to my entire audience at once, thinking about how do I identify the key segments within my audience and send specific messages to them that are going to resonate is where we see people get the most value. And we see outcomes as dramatic as 26% higher open rates for people who send segmented campaigns versus non-segmented campaigns, 49% higher click-through rates, similarly for people who send segmented campaigns. So we really like to think about your audience as kind of everyone and segments within that representing the opportunities to really target your marketing to the best person at the best time. Yeah. And I know from personal experience too, getting uh, emails in my inbox, if it's more personalized to me and my interests, I'm way more likely to open it than just another generic email coming my way. So that makes a ton of sense. And, you know, specifically for our farmers, any tips or, or best practices for them on thinking about segmenting their audiences and going about doing that? Yes, definitely some tips that would resonate with the, with the farmers. One, I think location is something that you can think about. So if you have buyers that are local to you versus buyers maybe that are national or regional, there are opportunities to tailor your message to segment and then tailor your messaging, right? So if you're there local, you can talk more specifically about how they can come visit you in person, how they can meet you at an upcoming farmer's market, things of that nature, versus your regional or national buyers who are maybe more so looking for information on shipping distribution to get to that larger scale. Another way to think about segmentation is one-time purchasers versus subscribers. They may be looking for different things and that's a great way to think about your audience, right? Your one-time purchasers today or your a la carte purchasers today, those are the prospects to become subscribers, right? So maybe your messaging to them um, starts to lead them down the path of becoming a subscriber at some point in time. For subscribers, maybe it's an opportunity to upgrade to a, a next package, try another offering that you have within the subscription service. So that's another one, one to think about. Engagement is another way. So kind of segmenting out your most active buyers or your most uh, high revenue purchasers from maybe people that are a little bit lower, that gives you an opportunity, one, to optimize and test for your best audience and to kind of find what's working and what's not working with those who maybe aren't buying from you as much and find ways that you can uh, increase their engagement over time through offers, promotions, things of that nature. And the last one I'll mention is a uh, purchase category. So if you have someone who's who primarily buys produce from you versus flowers, you might have different versions of your email that are segmented out in that way. And you can use that to really customize the content that they see so that it really speaks to them and, and the types of buying decisions they're making. Yeah. So a number of different ways to segment there. And, you know, you, you can kind of think for your own farm what might make the most sense, depending on what your you know group of buyers looks like. I really like the call out on subscriptions, too, as farmers are going in right now to selling their CSAs, doing those pre-sales of their subscriptions going into this year. Perfect timing to start thinking about how you might segment your audience there for those emails coming up for the next few months. Definitely could be a great opportunity, like you mentioned, Jamal, to um, sell those people who are one-time purchasers on your subscription or do some add-ons to the core subscription for people who are already subscribed. That's awesome. 
And then going into, you know, along with having all of those buyers and different segments, farmers also manage, you know, a litany of different customer relationships among all those people. And all of them, you know, like we were kind of hitting on before, are at different stages uh, of maturity. And, you know, they require different levels of attention between those longtime loyal buyers and those brand new buyers. So can you tell me a little bit more about customer journeys in MailChimp? Yeah, so a customer journey builder is a relatively new feature um, that we've launched that allows you to essentially set a trigger event that then dictates a series of emails or messages that a customer can receive. There are a series of decision points that you can add into that journey. So if a customer does X, send them this. If they do Y, send them that. And it really allows you to think through the, the journey that you want to build for your customers and really be proactive about defining what your, what your customers receive and when and how you can use those touch points to drive revenue. So you can really think of a customer journey kind of in totality as including a trigger point. So some sort of trigger action that, that enrolls someone into that journey. Decision points within that journey that dictates uh, what someone should receive next and an end goal in mind, right? That's the other thing you should make sure that any customer journey that you're building should ultimately have a goal in mind that you're trying to drive your users to. And that goal can be about getting them to make their first purchase if they're a new customer. It can be about re-engagement if they're an existing user that hasn't purchased in a while. There, there are a number of different goals that you can use customer journeys for. And the other thing that this does is really automate a lot of these processes, right? So you're proactively setting this, this series of messaging and these decision points. And then you kind of can set it and forget it largely and go about all the other things that you have to do uh, in running your, your business. And we find that kind of automating emails tends to have a dramatic impact on your engagement with your campaigns. 93% higher open rates we see when people send automated campaigns versus batch emails. 174% higher click-through rates when people are sending automated emails. So in addition to kind of taking work off your plate, it actually also is going to be a better experience for your customers because you're meeting them at the right points in time with hyper-relevant messages, right? If segmentation gives you relevant, automation and customer journeys kind of takes that to the next level. That's awesome. And we we talk a lot at Barn to Door about bringing your in-person customer relationships online. So really meeting them where they are at and giving them that personalized touch, depending on where they're at in that journey, really helps with that, to bring that relationship online in a meaningful way. So can you tell me a little bit uh, about if you have any suggestions for farmers when they're setting up a customer journey and doing that configuration? Sure. The first thing is defining what the end goal of your journey is that you want a customer to achieve. I think without that, it's hard to kind of think through what some of those touch points might be and how you might help to nudge a customer towards that end action. So I would encourage anyone, and I mentioned a couple of examples earlier, but a really common one is a new maybe prospect who's joined your email list that hasn't made a purchase yet, setting up a flow that kind of sends them a welcome email and maybe a series of, of messages that teaches them about your farm, gives them a little bit of background about you and, and kind of how you or your farm operates, introduces them to the various categories of offerings that you have, and ultimately is trying to get them to that first sale. Another example could be what we talked about earlier in terms of getting a la carte or one-time purchasers into a subscription. Right. Perhaps you start people off and trigger a journey once they've made um, a certain number of one-off purchases, 
and the end goal is to try and get them into a subscription. So your series can talk about all the different benefits of being a subscriber, the value that you get from having a regular subscription, perhaps some point in that journey, you include a promotion that gives them 30 days free or something along those lines with the end goal of trying to get them into the subscription, but always starting with what is the end goal in mind that you're trying to achieve would be the one tip I would share. Yeah, that's awesome. And such a, a straightforward thing, like getting somebody into a subscription who's just made one-off purchases can really, like you mentioned, increase your performance in the emails and then ultimately, you know, get you more subscribers too, which is great. So definitely encourage farms yeah. to check that out. But going along with that, of course, there's not necessarily much point in talking about your subscriptions if you're not dropping them in your newsletter. So, you know, recently we're super excited to debut Barn Doors product catalog integration with MailChimp that essentially enables you to do just that, making email powered e-commerce seamless. So can you tell me a little bit, Jamal, about featured products in MailChimp and how that all works? Yeah, we're extremely excited about this integration. Essentially what it unlocks for you is the power of your full product catalog in the body of email campaigns. And it gives you a ton of flexibility to feature specific product SKUs in your catalog, feature a, a group of things like bestsellers or uh, recommended products and all doing so within the email editor in MailChimp, which as any of you who have, who have used it know is relatively straightforward to use, right? It's drag and drop, adding contact blocks into your email body. And from there, it's as simple as selecting the items that you want to feature from a drop-down menu to, to display them in your email. So it's super exciting. And anything that you can do to kind of cut steps out of the purchase flow is, is always a great Thing. And so we think this is a great way for you to kind of cut down that process and, and feature your products directly in email to get people right into the buying flow from your email campaigns. And definitely uh, want to emphasize how easy it is too. like Jamal mentioned, I was going through to, to shoot a video just of the platform doing a little demo. It only takes like a couple clicks to drop that item yeah. into your newsletter. No problem at all. And super worth it. And I know, especially me as a buyer, if you just drop a couple, you know, delicious looking pieces of food in that newsletter, <laughs> it's going to be hard to resist clicking on something and going to the store. So I yeah. love that inclusion. Um, <laughs> And along with that, you know, aside from just featuring delicious looking food, do you have any suggestions on what kinds of products farmers should be featuring in their newsletters? Uh, now my, my mind is going to desserts and things like that. <laughs> I, I think one thing to think about is if you have any bundles uh, that are available as a SKU within your uh, product catalog or your subscription, again, this is a great place to use your subscription and feature that within the body of your email. Like I said, it just cuts out a, a step in the buying process if you're able to add those links and those product previews directly into the body of your email. Yeah, and I think the thing that farmers uh, got to realize is that, you know, your customers really trust you to know what which of your items are, you know, going to be the best for experiencing for the first time and like what a good selection of items would be to try, you know, especially if you're a new customer or even if you're a longtime mm -hmm. customer. So I think, you know, really emphasizing that putting together a bundle, you know, people love stuff like that. People love a breakfast sampler if you're, you know, a pork <laughs> farmer. So definitely lean on those bundles and subscriptions, of course, are great because, People can just buy and then let it run. And that's super yeah. easy. So love that call out. But then, you know, even taking it a step further from just, you know, featuring items that you choose. I know that MailChimp also offers some advanced capabilities, leveraging machine learning to automate the suggested products for people to purchase. So can you tell me a little bit more about that smart marketing and those recommendations? Yeah, so I mentioned kind of all of the power that comes with connecting your uh, Barn to Door store with MailChimp. And one of the really cool things that we have is something that we call smart recommendations, which actually allows you within the body of an email 
to serve up personalized recommendations for each individual recipient of your newsletter based on what they've done in the past, things they've purchased from you in the past. So it's a really powerful tool and it takes no additional effort on your end. Again, it's, it's as simple as drop and drag or drag and drop rather a, a block of content into your email, selecting that you'd want to include the personalized recommendations as your content block. And from there, we'll do all the work in the back end to look at your full product catalog, match that to your users and suggest the right products for them dynamically for everyone who receives the email. We also have some things like subject line recommendations that give you some tips on how to make a great subject line, making sure it's not too long, not too short, the right number of emojis if you're into that kind of thing. And again, based on kind of billions of data points that we have over the years from MailChimp around what works best with email, we're able to use that to, to kind of give you some tips, some hacks to take some of the work on your plate off of being an expert marketer and let us help you out. Always love to have a bit of assistance. You know, we're not necessarily all experts at writing a subject line the first time or anything like that. So getting a little bit of help can go a long way. And I know, like I mentioned before, seeing stuff personalized in my inbox, pretty tough to beat an item that's, you know, specifically picked out for me. If I'm the kind of guy who would love to buy a breakfast sampler, perfect for that just to be dropped right in that newsletter coming out to me. So that's super cool. And I mean, just super efficient too from a farmer's time. Can you tell me a little bit more about how farmers can utilize uh, those recommendations, those smart recommendations to help them save time, like we mentioned, and increase their sales? Yeah, so I think it's a great way to think about delighting your audience first and foremost, right? Like as people understand that you're, you understand them <laughs> and that you're going to serve up content that's directly targeting them, speaking to their needs, using these kind of AI powered tools will help you to build that relationship with your customers. Over time, it will increase your open rates and click-through rates because they'll know every time you send something, it's gonna be personalized just for them. And ultimately that's going to increase your revenue, average order value, things of that nature. The other thing to think about is that this automates work for you at the end, right? So right, it's another way to take work off of your plate where you don't have to think about creating you know, 20 different segments within your audience to represent all the different SKUs that you have. You could just have one sec or have a couple of segments, put dynamic content in there that actually serves up the right content for each one of those uh, recipients and takes work off your plate. So we definitely recommend that leveraging the integration with Barn to Door, you start to play around with some of that dynamic product content in your emails. Definitely a lot more efficient than sending out a, a tailored email to every single one of your customers. <laughs> so definitely yeah. an improvement there. Saves a lot of time. Yeah, that, that's awesome. And then also just talking about, so, you know, let's say we're the farmer, we've set up all this stuff, we've gone through all these new features, really exciting featuring our products and everything. We've done all of it, but there's still one more step at the end, which is actually, you know, how do I measure if any of that stuff worked? So, and that's also, you know, great news, a part of the integration between Barn to Door and MailChimp. So can you tell me a little bit more about the concept of revenue attribution? And, you know, is it difficult to set that up? Is it automated? Just tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah, uh, so it's really the holy grail of any e-commerce marketing, right? Is to be able to understand your full funnel and know uh, what channels are driving revenue for you based on your different uh, marketing activities. And like you mentioned, the good news is that with this integration, you get that out of the box, right? So once you connect to Barn to Door, every time you send out an email campaign, you will have tracking that tracks back to your website, um, your e-commerce store, and will be able to track back to any sales that happened through that email campaign. 
and we'll attribute those back to the appropriate customer so that you have an idea of kind of at a customer level how people are interacting with your campaigns and what that's uh, driving in terms of sales. Also in the aggregate, you'll get a better idea of what your kind of average lifetime value is across all of your customer sets. We also have in our advanced offering something uh, that's called purchase likelihood. Once uh, you connect to your uh, e-commerce store, which allows you to look at your entire customer base and will actually suggest to you people who are most likely to make a purchase in the upcoming months. And we'll kind of break your, down your entire audience by the people who are from the most likely to make a purchase to the least and give you another segmentation point where you can think about sending specific messages to your most valuable uh, users or the people who you think are closest to making another purchase. So a, a lot of really cool stuff related to revenue. Like I said, the, that is what every marketer is looking to get to is that kind of full funnel view. And we're excited to be able to bring uh, that to you with this integration. Yeah. And as any farmer listening who's attempted, you know, flyer marketing or, or sending out, you know, mail pamphlets or, you know, newspaper ads or something, it can be tricky to measure mm -hmm. the results of the marketing that you do. Oftentimes it's not easy, but for such a clear way to see how many sales and the even the proactive stuff like the likely the purchase uh, likelihood. I mean, that's just super next level uh, marketers dream of that stuff, just like you mentioned. So. <laughs> Love it. Can you tell me a little bit more about A-B testing, you know, in context of all these cool features we've talked about, you know, what is it and how can a farmer go ahead and set up an A-B test in a campaign? Yeah, so A-B testing comes in a different, couple of different formats. So there's the concept of A-B testing, which is really just version A versus version B, and, and there's not much variation there. Typically, you try to test one thing at a time. So maybe version A has one subject line, version B has a second subject line, and you see which one gives you better open rates. There's also the concept of multivariate testing, which is where you actually test multiple elements within an email campaign at the same time. And it gives you an idea of kind of what combination of factors kind of contributed to the best performing version of that email, right? So you could have multiple subject lines, multiple versions of your header, and multiple versions of, let's say, your copy, your body copy in the email. And you can test different versions of those things all at the same time and come up with the best combination of subject line, header, and copy to drive engagement with your emails. We have the uh, capabilities to do both. With our uh, pro plans you can and premium plans, you can do uh, the multivariate testing that I mentioned. With our other paid plans, you can do A-B testing. And it's a good way, once you've kind of gotten a little bit further along in your email marketing program and setting things up and you've learned a little bit about what works and what doesn't work, it's a great way to really uh, tweak and, and kind of play around the edges of your campaigns to get to that optimal open rate, that optimal click-through rate, that optimal revenue down the line. And we try to make it as easy as possible as with everything else we have in the platform for you to get up and running fairly quickly. But it's a great tool kind of once you've gotten your base campaign set up to leverage. Yeah, it can be really surprising to see, you know, how much a change of a header or a subject line can make a difference on a campaign. So definitely yeah. test that stuff out give everything a shot, see the data, and, and then you can go with what works. But thank you, Jamal, for your time and all of your great advice for our podcast listeners. And before we sign off, I'd love to hear your thoughts on what steps a farmer should take to implement some of these advanced capabilities that we talked about with MailChimp. Should they sit down and write out a plan or should they just jump in with two feet? So I would definitely suggest doing some planning up front and really to understand what you're trying to accomplish at the end of the day. Because if, if not, there's a chance that you'll kind of get results back and not really know if they're good or not. 
right? <laughs> if you don't have a goal set in mind of what you're trying to accomplish ultimately. So take a little bit of time to plan, understand what you're trying to do, and then take some time to look across the suite of our tools to see what's going to help you get to that end goal, whether it is automations or whether it is those dynamic product recommendations, testing the subject line, kind of understand what you're trying to accomplish ultimately first, and then you can kind of dig into some of these more advanced tools. But the good news is once you've kind of laid out your plan of what you're trying to accomplish, most of these tools are, are easy to use and allow you to get relatively quick results to understand what's working and what's not working with your uh, marketing campaigns. Awesome. Yeah. So definitely great call out. Start with your goals, figure out what you're trying to get out of your marketing as with, you know, any marketing you do. And then, you know, you can really go from there. And I feel like, like you mentioned, a lot of these features just kind of naturally slot in once you've figured out where you're trying to go with your campaigns. I'd love to extend my thanks to you, Jamal, and the entire team at MailChimp for your role in helping support farmers alongside Barn to Door. We are delighted to partner with MailChimp to give farmers the best-in-class email marketing tools they need to increase buyer loyalty and save time. For more information on the barn to door and MailChimp integration, visit www.barntodoor.com/integrations. And thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next week.